rest for me to do. the job. Why do you think I'm beating around here? Harold? Cut that shit. Yo, this gonna be real fucking short, I guess. This is King No Uncensored. We gonna call this episode Single Black Female. Oh, y'all already know what's going down. I know y'all been waiting. I've been trading opinions with some of y'all, but everybody don't know. Everybody don't know my opinion on this situation. But we, before we get to the uh, madness and if single men are safe from the wrath of Summer motherfucking Walker. Kanye West. Kanye West is back, baby. Did an interview with Drink Champs and a lot has come out. Now, as we all know, Big Sean, after 14 years, is no longer signed to good music. And Kanye basically castigated Big Sean and John Legend on the show. 
a lot of Detroit niggas is, is sensitive in their feelings about it. It was like, how dare he talks about Big Sean like this? Well, I mean, I understood Kanye's perspective. It's like my man who I put on changed his family and shit like that. He came out and actually, you know, went against Kanye. He actually came out and endorsed Biden like and denounced Kanye in public. That's where Sean fucked up for him. Now, Sean didn't disagree with Kanye's political views and Kanye cut him off that way. No. Big Sean, from what I hear from multiple sources, multiple people, publicly endorsed Biden and publicly shamed Kanye West. That's why it's like, dude. I understand why Kanye's like, fuck this nigga. Yes, Big Sean responded that you was just with me and Hit Boy a couple of days ago after the interview was filmed and blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. But that doesn't mean that Kanye wasn't hurt by those actions back there. John Legend, I agree 100%. John Legend's been a buck dancing coon for years. That girl got him brainwashed. John Legend really ain't been shit since he did that surviving R. Kelly shit. I'm just like, dude, you didn't know R. Kelly. You weren't associated with R. Kelly. Why are you here? I said this when way back when it was King Known talking shit on YouTube. I said this way back that John Legend was a bitch ass nigga for doing that because he's a hater. Woo. Okay, Draymond. I'm watching the uh, uh, Pelicans play the Warriors, by the way, so don't mind me but as far as I'm concerned he had a right to go at John Legend John Legend is a puppet you can put up, put your fingers up his ass and get him to do anything that's a fact he always been a bitch ass nigga always I like John Legend some of John Legend's music not his recent shit though But nobody ranks like John Legend as far as top R&B niggas anyway. He's never been in that conversation. He's made some good joints. He's made some good albums. But we don't look at him like that. He's always been a weird nigga too. He funny as fuck because he a funny acting ass nigga. You know, he also got into his conflict with Talib, you know, because Noriega asked him, like, who is better between Talib and Common? And he said, common rap circles around Talib. I, I don't know about that. I like common more. I favor common more. I listen to common's music more. But I think Talib is a better rapper than common. In my personal opinion. But the difference between Talib and common is Talib does not have a good reputation amongst people in the industry. He's known for being creepy. He's known for bullying and uh, sexually harassing women. Sexually and regularly harassing, regularly harassing women. So it's not like Talib had the best reputation. So I believe anything Kanye says about Talib. You know, because Talib Kweli 
was always talking that bullshit about Kanye, you need to come home. Kanye, you need to do this. Kanye, you need to do that. Who are you to tell me what to do, nigga? Who the fuck is you? Yeah, I rap with you, nigga. But you was talking all that shit in the media and you was hanging out with me while you were talking shit out there, making public statements about me. So, I don't want to hear that shit. But Kanye got into his innovations, his creative thinking, his thought process on life. And it was a very, it was the best Drink Champs interview by far. It's not even close. Honestly, this is probably a top three Kanye interview. Rank them like you, you know, rank them how you will. Rank them how you will. But, um, let's see what else that was interesting. But... Kanye said that the worst mistake he ever made was signing Big Sean. Kanye has made way worse mistakes than that. I have to disagree with Kanye. Um, nigga, you did sign Designer. You signed Valley, Valet, wherever the fuck that nigga name was that nobody knows no more. You did sign 070 Shake. <laughs> Like, worst decision? Big Sean is a multi-platinum artist. And you made him, yes. You know, the theme of this week for me has been to stay out of other motherfuckers' bullshit. And I think Big Sean stuck his nose too far into Kanye's political beliefs and views by siding with Joe Biden throughout the whole election or whatever. And he said the difference between Sean and Pusha is Pusha T made his political thoughts be known but did not bash Kanye or publicly trash Kanye in the process. He also talked about his business endeavors, you know what I'm saying? How the head of Balenciaga used to work for Yeezy. Like, he was dropping a lot of knowledge and a lot of jewels that I didn't know. And, you know, and he, t he spoke on that phone call with Travis, that chat with Jay-Z and Kim. And he said that I'm worth more than all y'all on this phone. That shit crazy, bro. He was. He is. He's, he's worth $9 billion. I'm I'm proud of Kanye, man. I mean, a lot of people disagree with some of the things he said. Fuck them. I'm with Kanye, man. I'm with Yeezy on this one. Everybody want to play that crazy card with Kanye. Kanye's always been nuts without no diagnosis. He's always been outspoken. He's always been ahead of the curve. He's always been a free thinker. He's always been a free spirit. Kanye just found his lane and he continues to evolve. 
And of course, Kanye did a lot of names drops because, I mean, this is a billionaire with Noriega and DJ EFN. What I didn't know is he named Northwest after Noriega. Her nickname is Nori. I didn't know that. That was fire. That was an interesting thought. I mean, Nori had some very good questions, even though he was acting, he was a little bit too giddy for me. But I mean, Nori's always that way, especially when alcohol's involved. Ben Simmons is still playing games with the Sixers. He, I think uh, um, Ben Simmons is running out of options. And they find him $350,000 for not showing up to camp. Oh, what else is going on here? Oh, yeah, man. I live streamed two episodes on Twitch last night. You could go to Twitch TV slash King 7 or you could go on Twitch.tv and search King 7 And it was lit. It was fun. Even though I didn't get as many views as I did the first time when I couldn't post the video due to displaying third-party content. I live-streamed the Pistons versus the 76ers game. We had a lot of fun with that. Kate Cunningham is playing a whole lot better. He's coming around. You know, but I think the Pistons as a whole team isn't shooting well from the field. But um, Kate continues shooting. Fuck it. They lost to the Nets tonight. You know, I got the chance to watch the Pistons play the Nets tonight. Kevin Durant is just too much of a beast. I'm not really going to go over the highlights of that game. I just want to tell you. <clears throat> but, um, OKC beat the Los Angeles Lakers for their second victory of the year. And their first victory was also against the LeBron James list. Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, everything was pretty much back and forth, even though um, the Lakers again jumped out to a 20-point lead and blew it. And it became a back-and-forth entertaining fourth quarter. I was about to go to sleep because I thought that the game was getting boring, but SGA robbed Douglas from three strikes. That nigga put on a show. When he hit that shot from the fucking logo, like, I was convinced that this dude is prime time. Shea Gilgis Alexander is definitely a top 50 player now. He could be moving up the ranks. But I'm just saying, like, that OKC and Lakers game was highly entertaining. Everybody wants to blame Russ, you know, because he took the final shot, even though Carmelo, Malik Monk, Wayne Ellington was out there, guys that could hit shots. 
I mean, Westbrook played pretty well up until that last play. And um, I think what cost the Lakers that game was um, Anthony Davis letting Lou Dort sneak in and get that free dunk at the end. Because the Lakers were playing some type of a, a stat. And then once they leaked out, Lou Dort drove to the hole and just dunked it. Now let's get to Summer Walker. I know y'all motherfuckers been waiting on it. I know y'all don't give a fuck about what else I'm talking about but this Summer Walker album. This was this is one of the highly anticipated albums of the year. You can't knock that. A lot of women been anticipating that. This is the heartbreak cuffing season. It's horror movie time for single black men. It's open season on single black men. Your savior, Summer Walker, dropped her second album still over it the sequel to her uh debut album over it which i view as a pretty pretty decent album pretty good album but unfortunately still over it failed to deliver the magic of the original over it but overall it wasn't a bad project this album was obviously very personal because the world wanted to hear it you know, her and London on the track have been in a rocky relationship, looking like the 2020 Ike and Tina displaying all of their issues on social media. Her getting pregnant by him, you know, her him allegedly leaving her alone. Allegedly. Well, we're going to get over, get into still over it. The highlights um, throw it away. I mean, yeah, throw it away. Love it. Love that song. Reciprocate was mid. You Don't Know Me was good. Circus was mid. Insane was mid. Constant Bullshit was okay. Switching Nigga Out was mid. Closure was okay. Toxic with Lil Dirk was underwhelming. That's probably the, the weakest Lil Dirk feature all year. I just wasn't a fan of it. The song with Amarion was trash. Did not like it. It's a skip, 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 skip. Broken Promises, loved it. Session 33, loved it. Both Fourth Baby Mamas, loved it. Unloyal. Yo, Ari Lennox does not fuck with Kevin Samuels. Yo, I done watched Ari's live for the last week and a half. Ari Lennox does not fuck with no goddamn Kevin Samuels, dog. She do not like that nigga, boy. <laughs> but her lives ain't been about him. It's just that, you know, when certain people comment negatively, males comment negatively, you know, she shits on them and compares them to Kevin Samuels. Yeah, she has a reference towards Kevin Samuels on, a, on Loyal. But despite that, pretty, pretty good song. Oh, man. Bitter, great opener. Bitter was a great opener. Sierra's prayer. This is the one that everyone's gravitating to. The Sierra prayer. Because, you know, we all know Sierra's relationship history. She's dated a lot of stars. And a lot of those guys did cheat on her. And then Sierra couldn't take that shit no more. So she started cheating in her relationship with Future. They're playing tit for tat. Then Sierra ended up bagging Russell Wilson and the rest is history. 
Summer and SZA. Oh, man. They are pretty much the DX of toxic female music. Suck it. Suck it. <laughs> they are the DX tag team of this toxic female music shit. Degeneration X. Summer Walker and SZA is like Shawn Michaels and Triple X. I mean, Triple H, my bad. Damn. My bad, y'all. God damn it. I'm only a fan of the uh, late 90s, early 2000s wrestling. I stopped fucking with wrestling after the mid-2000s, so forgive me. Um, Yeah, Summer and SZA. They did their thing on No Love. No Love is up there. My top five songs on here, but my favorite song on here is uh, is is um, fuck, what's the name of that joint? I think Throw It Away is my favorite song. And then the joint was Scissor, Bitter was I like that one, Unloyal was solid, but No Love was dope. Um, X for a reason, I know this is gonna be a hit. I don't like the song. Song ain't really for me. I mean, is it the whole album ain't really supposed to be for me like that? But me being a fan of music, being a fan of R&B, being a fan of female R&B singers and shit. Um, yeah, X for a reason. It's definitely a hit, a, a, a hit. Definitely a hit record. Um, that right there, although it's corny, I appreciated the song. But I feel like still over it. It's just too many fucking songs. It's like fake Zaza. It's like uh, a fake. It's like Reggie. You know what I'm saying? Y'all get what I mean. Like, the album was mid compared to Over It. Over It is a really good album. Wasn't a classic album, but good album nonetheless. But still, Over It is a level down. This, even though I wasn't disappointed, because I don't put Summer Walker in that category with those other female singers like Janae Aiko, Sid, SZA, Kirby, fucking um, Jasmine Sullivan. You know what I'm saying? I said SZA already, right? Tiana Taylor. Tanache. I don't view Summer as in that group, but I think Summer is better than Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande, though. Honestly, the only white person I'd rank above fucking Summer Walker is Adele. But other than that, um, still over it, decent album. It kind of reminds me 
I gave it the same rating I gave Tanache's 333. I was disappointed in 333 because Tanache was a, a, a lot better of an artist like that. But yeah, still over it. Pretty good. Now, the impact, the possible impact of still over it. Single men, we may be in a little bit of trouble. It wasn't like when Over It dropped. It wasn't like when Summer Walker was dropping those EP packs. Killing the brothers. Killing the single men, single black men of America. Because when Over It dropped, I felt snipers on top of my roof. I felt like, you know, the, the Summer Walker offense and the Summer Walker 2-3 zone Slighted a lot of single brothers. <laughs> we might be just in a little bit of trouble. Because I'm getting a lot of mixed reviews from people. Especially, you know, female people. You know, me personally, when it comes down to gauging an album and gauging the album critically, I don't give a fuck about what the world says. I only give a fuck about what I say because it's what I think. But however, you know, in this case, the female reaction, you know, um, it's mixed reviews. But it's hard to recreate the magic of your original debut album. Over it had some bangers on there. You can't deny it. It's just not memorable to me. You know, my favorite, you know, the only ones I remember from Over It is anime <clears throat> and um anime and um the the usher joint but over it is still a good album though other than that i'm gonna get the fuck out of here appreciate y'all for listening um and this is king known uncensored new music fridays single black female and i'm gone